0: Romans 4 and verse 16. If we receive by faith forgiveness and healing, and we do, there is no better picture of how faith works than the one who is called the father of faith, Abraham. And we're given detail in Romans 4 verse 16 about how he and Sarah received one of the greatest miracles in their life, the birth of a child, of Isaac. In Romans 4 16 it says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith, of Abraham, who is the father of us all." God truly is no respecter of persons. He's made all of His blessings available to anybody, anywhere, on the basis of grace and faith. It doesn't matter where you were born, how much education or lack, it doesn't matter your complexion, your gender, your age. none of that makes any difference. If you will believe him, you, come on, are you listening? Amen. If you will believe him and receive from him, he will do things for you that most of the planet is not experiencing. Thank you Jesus. They make any difference where you come from? Amen. Who Amen. knows you, who don't? Hallelujah. It's of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the see. Not just those that are of the law. I mean, most of us can't trace our lineage naturally to Abraham. We're a mix. Amen. That's why racism is so ignorant. Yeah. The very thing you think you don't like, you is one. <laughs> Amen. You, you don't know what you are. You're so mixed up. <laughs> it's ignorance. But the Galatians goes to talk about in Christ, there's, there's no Jew, there's no Gentile, there's no male, there's no female. None of that matters when it comes to receiving from God. None of it matters. And we couldn't, you know, most of us could not trace anything back to say we're part of God's covenant people through the seed of Abraham, but by faith in Jesus, my family tree is easy to keep up with Then, I am born of God. Jesus is my big brother. And if you don't think that carries some weight, you don't know. Hallelujah. None of the rest of it makes any difference. Verse 17, as it's written, talking about Abraham, I have made you a father of many nations, whom before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were we're going to take some time and go, go look at this. Against hope, Abraham believed in hope. Now another way of saying that is there, there was no reason for hope. But he hope, the, the Bible word hope doesn't mean what we use in modern vernacular. A lot of people when they say, I hope so, they don't mean what this is talking about. They mean I wish. I want it to be, I wish it would be." That's not what the word hope means in the Bible. The word hope in the Bible means confident expectation. You're expecting something. Well, he didn't have any reason to expect anything, but he he expected anyway because his faith. That he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be." Keep going. "...being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he, God, was able also to perform." Hallelujah. Therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Keep going. Now it's not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, verse twenty-four, but for us also, everybody say, Me too. Yeah. Me too. To whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Do you believe on him? Yes. Now just going back to this, in fact go back to Genesis 17 while I'm talking about this. What's this got to do with healing? Everything. Everything. Because we receive it by faith, and obviously Abraham, father of faith, but also what what they were believing for, that's specifically mentioned right here, was miraculous changes in their bodies. Weren't they? That's what had to happen for this to come to pass. Miraculous changes in Abraham, Abraham and Sarah's physical body. And how they received it works the same way today. You receive it just like they did, and He gives us them as an example for us to follow. Let's go back and look at it, see how it happened. Genesis 17. In Genesis 17 and verse one, it says, when Abram was 90 years old and nine, somebody say 99, 99. (laughs) (laughs) almost 100, Abram is 99. The Lord appeared to Abram and he said to him, I am the almighty God, walk before me. Be thou perfect. Now, this word "perfect" doesn't mean flawless; it means wholehearted. I won't take time to get into that, but there are language issues here. Verse two: I'll make my covenant between me and you, and multiply you exceedingly. How many know God is the God of increase? He always wants to increase us in every good thing. Uh, I'll make my covenant between me and you and multiply you exceedingly. Keep going down through verse six for now. Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold my covenants with you and you will be a father of many nations. Neither shall your name anymore be called Abram, and we're not pronouncing it, correct the way the Hebrew is, but you know what I'm talking about. But your name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made you. Well, I'm getting stirred up. This is what Romans 4 is talking about, that God called him the father of many nations before he was, before they had a child. Come on, can you see? This is how God works, and God functions by faith, and that's why we say faith calls things that be not, that are not yet in the natural, as though they already were. He didn't say, soon I'm going to make you the father of many nations. What did he say? He said, Abram? Abram, we're changing your name, buddy, today. You are no longer Abram. You are Abraham, which meant father of many nations. And I'm changing your name because I have already made you a father of many nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The t- reason I said I'm getting excited, you are too. Just talking about these things touches something in our spirit because this is what we were made from. You know what you're sitting on? Faith. You know what the building is sitting on? Faith. You know what the planet is revolving on? Everything in existence was created by the faith of God. He conceived it in Himself, and He spoke and said, light be, hallelujah, and light is. I mean your body, everything that you see and feel was created by the force of faith. And the same force that created us can easily fix our bodies affect our provision and finances, affect everything around about us because it's the force that all this was created from to start with. Now there's two big things that Abraham did that allowed the power of God to change his body and Sarah's body to be changed. She had faith of her own. Hebrews 11 says, she wasn't just riding on Abram's faith. Hebrews 11 says, Sarah herself had faith and received strength to conceive seed when she was past age. She believed God. Though as we'll see, neither one of them started off believing God. So there's hope for us. Two big things Abraham did that allowed the power of God to make such miraculous changes in him and Sarah. Number one is he called himself what God called him. When it didn't look like it, when it didn't feel like it, when when there was no hope, In the natural that it could ever be that way, he agreed with God and called himself the father of many nations when they got no child, looks like they're way too old to ever have a child. Come on, can you see this? He went ahead and agreed with God and accepted his new name and told all his staff told Sarah, don't call me Abram anymore. God has changed my name. And he's not just changing his tag, he's changing who he is. He's changing what he is, and this is what we got to get a hold of. People have thought names don't mean anything, words don't mean anything. God will change a word to change a thing. If he calls the bitter sweet, it quits being bitter. If he calls the sick healed, if he calls the poor rich, if he calls the bound free, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. If you got any... uh, If you got any cars, any vehicles that are not paid for, you need to change its name. It's no longer a Chevy or a Ford or a Toyota. What kind of car you got? A paid for. It's a 2001 paid for, 2010 paid for. What, what are we talking about, I call it, Amen. I call it, before you see it, before you could ever know, even if you don't see any way it could be. What style house is that? Amen. It's a paid for. Amen. I call it Amen. paid for. we got to rename some things. It's not your weak eye. My weak eye, if you say so. (laughs) My my bad knee, if you call it that, you're locked into it. Hmm? My tennis elbow, my bad back. We must stop this and believe what the Word says, what God has said about the power of faith-filled words that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Am I quoting scripture, saints? Then you've got to speak to it. It's not your diseased heart. Huh? Come on, name it, name it, name it, rename it. If you want to change it, you've got to change the name. Two big things that Abraham did that changed he and Sarah's life. Two big things that allowed the power of God to come in and do a miracle in their old bodies that people would have thought could not happen, but it did. I said, but it did. Even if medical science says there is no cure, there is no help for that, that can't be fixed. Well, they can't fix it. But God can. I said, but now, now don't you misunderstand. We thank God for doctors and medicine. And we're, we're fighting the same thing. They're doing it with a natural means. But don't think because there is no natural help that there is no help. Because all things are possible with God and with him or her that believes. But believing involves calling. Amen. Calling. I call that car paid for. I call that house paid for. I call it paid off. Right? What do you mean? The the money's already at the bank? No, I didn't say that. No. I believe I receive it. Hmm? If I had already received it, I wouldn't have to believe I received it. Hmm? Oh, you mean you have no more symptoms in your body? I didn't say that. If you hurt, you hurt. That's real. But I said, I call my body healed. I call my kidneys sound. I call my lungs clear. Oh, friend, if you say it in faith, power is released. If you believe it, power is released. I call my skin clear. See, people get locked into stuff. No, I've tried everything and nothing works. And I'm allergic to this. If you say so. I can't eat this. If you say so. It makes me sick every time I eat it. It makes me, if you say so. You could say something else. I said you could say something else. But notice when faith says this, it says it when it doesn't look like it. When it looks like there's no way it can happen. Abram's ninety-nine. Sarah's ninety. She couldn't conceive when she was twenty. Never had a child. Now she's gone through the change of life. Abram's ninety-nine. Can you imagine him and her going to the doctor? Saying, we're just going to get a checkup, because we're thinking about having a baby. (laughs) And if they had listened to the natural side of it, they would have come away thinking, there's no way. You're dreaming. But against hope, he believed in expectation that what God said, He was well-able. Oh, somebody say, well-able. Well-able, well-able. Is God well-able to fix your body? Is He well-able? Well-able. So what's the first thing we're talking about? What did He do? Look at it again. He called. Neither shall your name anymore more be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham." And this, this hasn't happened yet in the natural. But as far as God's concerned, it's done. Because when He says it, we've got to think like He thinks. Don't have to see it for it to be done. I don't have to feel it for it to be done. I don't have to see the money. Verse six, I will make you exceeding fruitful. I'll make nations of you and kings will come out of you. And the reason Abraham is in the book is because he just said, yes, sir, I believe it. He's got no other reason to believe it except the best reason that ever existed. God said so. Skip on down to the 18th chapter. Excuse me, I'm moving too fast. 17, 15. 17, the 15th verse, 17th chapter, please. God said to Abraham, as for Sarah, Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah or Sarah shall her name be. Why do you need to do this? Is God just doing something whimsical? No. Is what happened in their bodies tied to this? That's what many have not understood. They thought, well, He changed their name, that's interesting. But they don't see it's how He got their bodies changed. I'll bless her and give you a son of her. I'll bless her and she'll be a mother of nations. Just like you, a father of nations, she'll be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. She's 90. (laughs) Couldn't conceive when she's 20. (laughs) And how does God fix this? Changes her name. Now, modern man doesn't think that way, do they? They don't think that way at all. But we are the people of God. We need to get our minds renewed so that we think like he does. If we want to get his results, we've got to agree with him. We've got to work with him. Not try to make him do it the way we think it ought to be done. People are begging God all over the planet. Good people. Good saved people. Please heal me. Please heal me. Please heal me. That's not what he said to do. That's not how it works. Begging doesn't work. Believe, Begging's not believing. The Lord told us to believe. And if you're begging, you're not believing. David said, I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Thank God, God is such a God, he don't want us to beg. And since he's everything, we don't have to beg. We don't need to beg. In fact, we're missing it if we do. Please, 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 please is not what he said to do. It's the opposite of what he said to do. How many think millions of Christians, that's what they're doing? We've done it too. But thank God for the light of his word. The truth will make you free. Keep going. Abraham fell on his face and laughed. That don't sound good. He said it in his heart, so he didn't say it out loud. But how many of the Lord knows what you say in your heart? Shall a child be born to him that's a hundred years old? And shall Sarah that's 90 years old bear? He thought that was impossible. Abraham, our great father of faith, is having a moment. Is that right? He, he's not doing good right here. He's laughing at God. And God wasn't telling a joke. (laughs) He's laughing at him. Verse 18. Abram said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. God, we've already got this. You know, Sarah's handmaid has had had a child now of mine. and We're good to go. We got a kid. Let's just use him. (laughs) And 19, God said, okay, we'll do it your way. (laughs) No, he's not going to tell you that either. He said, no, no, Abraham, Sarah, your wife is going to bear you a son for real. (laughs) Indeed, for sure. And you're going to call his name Isaac. Already got him named. God's naming stuff. Right and left. He named, renamed Abram, renamed Sarai, and named Isaac, and he ain't been conceived yet. This is how faith does. I'll establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. Now he's talking about generations to come out of a baby that ain't been conceived yet. From a 99-year-old man, and a 90-year-old woman that couldn't conceive when she's 20. But God's not bothered by all that. Verse, verse 20. "As for Ishmael, I've heard you, I've blessed him, I will make him fruitful and multiply him exceedingly. Sounds like the Lord just bless everybody if they'd let him. Right? Verse 21. My covenant I'm going to establish with Isaac. Sarah's going to bear to you at this set time next year. Next year. Next year. We're going to have a baby. (coughs) 22. And he left off talking with him. Why? Well, he's laughing at him. God went up from Abraham. Abraham. Conversation's over. Now Abraham gets to think about this. Skip to chapter eighteen, verse nine. Eighteen nine. After this the Lord comes and angels and visits Abraham. And Ab- Abraham invited him to eat and stay. And while they're sitting there He said, where's Sarah, your wife? He said, behold, she's in the tent. And He said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life, and lo, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door. Now He's already changed her name. Something's been working in her for months now. Her body's changing. In fact, if you read this whole story, you'll see that the king wanted her. Well, the king in those days had his pick of the most beautiful women in the land and he wants Abraham, Abraham's ninety-year-old wife. Really? Really? Something's going on here. How I many of something's going on here? Amen. Says, so, tell your neighbor something's going on. Can you see why are we talking about this? The Lord's our healer. Amen. The Lord's the one who mends us, Amen. who fixes us, who restores us, who makes us whole. He's always been this, He will always be this. How did it happen with Abraham and Sarah? First thing he did was change their names, change what they were calling themselves and calling each other and calling the situation. If the Lord can't get a hold of your mouth, if He can't get you to change what you're saying, you'll be robbed and I'll be robbed. But are you willing to agree with Him and if He calls you rich, don't look at your checking account. Come on if he calls you blessed. Don't look at your previous experience. come on, if if he calls you healed, don't check your symptoms. Don't check the doctor's report. If he calls you healed, if he calls you free, don't check your cravings or your impulses or your habits or anything. just agree with him. And rename yourself and start calling yourself what he calls you and agree that he is right. And everything else that disagrees with it is wrong. I don't care how real it is and how bad it feels. It can't be right if it contradicts him. So I got a choice. You got a choice. Am I going to call myself what all of this is calling me? Or am I going to call myself what he calls me? He's, ever since Jesus went to the cross, the Father's been calling us righteous Hallelujah. and holy. Amen. And what's most of the church calling themselves? Poor, pitiful, failure, just an old sinner, saved by grace. Well, come on now, have you been saved or not? If you are then you're not just an old sinner anymore, you've been saved. And Jesus has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption, am I quoting scripture? We need to agree with God, calling ourselves what He has said, He has made us to be. And the moment we get in agreement with Him, oh boy, we get in agreement with Him, things line up. Hallelujah. And things begin to change and come in line with what He has already said. So I'm going to call my body healed. I'm going to call my body strong. I'm going to call my immune system very strong. I'm going to call my blood clear and clean. And my lungs clear and clean. And my heart clear and clean and strong and normal, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to live a long time and the Lord tarries His coming. He's going to satisfy me with long life. And whatever happens, I mean, it's easy. Somebody said, yeah, but it runs in my family. How about used to? Why not stop it in your generation and not pass it on to your kids and grandkids? Come on, are you with me? Do you think God can't tweak your DNA? What would it take for him? Wouldn't have to lift his little finger. What he does have to do is get you and I to agree with him. Sarah heard it in the tent door that was behind him. She heard the Lord say, Sarah's going to have a son. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, stricken in age. When the Bible says you old, (laughs) you old. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. She's gone through the change of life. She's, She's no longer in her reproductive years. And as we've already said, she couldn't conceive when she was 25 never had a child it ceased to be so 12 therefore because therefore therefore what because of her not being able to conceive when she's young and because she's gone through the change of life as a woman and because she's 90 years old When she hears about her having a baby, she laughs. Well, this ain't no different than what Abraham did. She said, after I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? Now this is what first Peter refers to that Sarah called Abraham Lord talking about respect. Verse 13, And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Now she also did it within herself. She's not making noise back there. She laughed within herself. And he said, Why did Sarah laugh? Saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything, that's where this phrase comes from that we, we banner around and quote so much. Oh, does this do anything for you? I ought to preach this to myself this morning. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Come on, sit out loud. Is anything, anything, is anything too hard for the Lord? Well, if it's not, then that thing that you thought couldn't be done, it can be done. That thing that experts told you couldn't happen, it can happen. It can happen. That thing you thought was gone 20 years ago, 40 years ago, and could not possibly happen, it can happen. He said, at the time appointed, I'll return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Why? We already got her name changed. She's been calling herself. Mother of many nations for months now. God's got something to work with. He said, It's happening. It's happening. Verse 15. Sarah denied. <laughs> she lied. She said, I didn't laugh. She's embarrassed now. And and afraid. And the Lord said, no, you did laugh. (laughs) She might have been trying to be technical. I didn't laugh out loud. (laughs) He said, you laughed, you laughed. (laughs) There's hope for all of us. If these great father and mother of faith, these great patriarchs got off to such a rocky start, but then got it together later, You and I can get it together. Is that right? We can quit laughing. We can quit scoffing. We can quit mocking. And we can get serious about this and zero in on this and agree with God and get some miracles. Genesis 21 and 1. 21-1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. How many know the Lord always does what he said? Never failed one time, never will. And the Lord did to Sarah as he had spoken. You know, that's how Mary conceived Jesus, without an earthly father. She said, be it unto me, according to your word. She agreed with him. He said, the the Holy Spirit's going to come on you and overshadow you, and she she heard that, and how could that happen? But she just in simple childlike faith said, okay. Okay. Be it unto Me, according to Your Word." Everybody say that out loud, Be it unto Me, according to Your Word. You don't have to understand it, you just have to receive it. Agree with Him. And the Lord did to Sarah as He had spoken, keep reading. And Sarah conceived. I don't know if we understand the full import of this. She did what? How old is she? I guess maybe even 91 by now, right? Right. right I mean, huh? Yeah. Couldn't conceive when she was 20. She did what? C-C-C. She did what? Conceived. Something happened in her body. Her organs. Is that right? Her reproductive organs. Her bones. Her blood. Come on. Something. Something happened in her. Didn't it? Amen. And who's, who's the daddy? Amen. Who's the baby daddy? Amen. No, not, not this hundred year old guy. Yep. What? Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> At the set time of which God had spoken to him, keep going, keep going, and Abraham called the name of his son. They already got the name, they didn't have to pick out a name. That was born to him whom Sarah bore to him, whom he laughed about when God said Sarah is going to be the mother. They called him Isaac, which means laughter. And verse 4, Abraham circumcised his son Isaac being eight days old, just like God told him to. Verse 5, and Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac, his son, Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made me to laugh. But it's a different laugh. Oh, come on, can you? God's got a sense of humor. Doesn't he? He said, You laugh at me? I'll show you how to laugh. Right? So she's laughing now. Abraham's laughing. Everybody around the house is laughing? Huh? But they're not laughing in unbelief. They're not laughing because it's impossible for it to happen. They're laughing because God did exactly what He said He would do, even though it seemed so impossible. All that hear me will laugh with me. All that hear will laugh with me. Verse 7. She said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would have given children suck? She's nursing Mm. this baby. Mm. Something happened to her body. Right? Something. (laughs) Mm. I have borne him a son in his old age. Don't you know when they saw strangers, people said, what? Is this your great grandchild? <laughs> Great grandbaby, she said. No, I'm I'm nursing him. This is our son. What? 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 How do you get things that nobody in the world is getting? How do you get things that seem utterly impossible? One of the big things that they did is they called themselves what God called them when it completely disagreed with all of their experience and all of their symptoms and all of their circumstances and the very laws of nature. Against hope they believed. Anyway, in expectation that if God said it, He could flat do it. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. 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 Who would have said? Who would have said? We've seen these things on a smaller scale. Who would have said all our projects paid off in one night? (laughs) Right? Who would have said? That God just give us things and pay for. We, and we've had a lot of healings recently. Who would have said that your body be in that kind of shape and then you can be healed and live for decades after that? Sound. We're going to see a lot more of it. Verse 8, and the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast when Isaac was weaned, grew into a man, carried on in the covenant of God, because all things... possible with God and with them that believe. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Stand on your feet, everybody.